नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ज्ञानतिरांधस्ञानाजनशलाकया चक्षुन्मेलित तस्म श्रीगुरव नम श्रीचैतन्यमनोभीष्ट स्थापित भूतले स्वयं रूप कदा मह्यम ददाति स्वपदाक वंदेहम श्रीगुरो श्रीयुता पदकमल श्रीगुरुन्वैष्णवाश्रीपम सागृजात सह गणरघुनाथन्वित तम सजीव साइत सवधूत पिजन सहित कृष्ण चैतन्यदेव श्रीराधाकृष्णपादगणलिता श्री विशाखान्विता हे कृष्णकुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पते गोपेश गोपिकाधाकमस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी प्रणमा हरिप्रिए वाछाकुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नमः नमो ओं विष्णुपादा कृष्ण प्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सारस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे टूडेज भगवदगीता verses from chapter 3 text 31 ye me matam idam nityam anudishthanti manavah shraddhavanto shli shraddhavantah अनसूय मुच्य 
अनुतिष्ठन्ति मानवा श्रद्धावंतो नसुयंतो मुच्यन्ते तेपि कर्मभि ये में मतमिदं नित्यं अनुतिष्ठन्ति मानवा श्रद्धावंतो नसुयंतो मुच्यन्ते तेपि कर्मभि ये में मतमिदं नित्यं अनुतिष्ठन्ति मानवा श्रद्धावंतो नसुयंतो मुच्यन्ते तेपि कर्मभि ये में मतमिदं नित्यं अनुतिष्ठन्ति मानवा श्रद्धावंतो नसुयंतो मुच्यन्ते तेपि कर्मभि ये में मतमिदं नित्यं अनुतिष्ठन्ति मानवाहं श्रद्धावंतो नसुयंतो मुच्यन्ते तेपि कर्मभि ये में मतमिदं नित्यं लाउड लाउड श्रद्धावंतो नसुयंतो मुच्यन्ते तेपि कर्मभि ये में मतमिदं नित्यं अनुतिष्ठन्ति मानवा श्रद्धावंतो नसुयंतो मुच्यन्ते तेपि कर्मभि ये हुज दोज में माय मदम इंजंक्शंस इदम दिस नित्यम इटर्नल फंक्शन अनुतिष्ठन्ति एग्जीक्यूट रेगुलरली मानवाह ह्यूमन काइंड श्रद्धावंता विद फेथ एंड डिवोशन अनसूयंता विदाउट एनवी मुच्यंते बिकम फ्री ते ऑल ऑफ देम आपी 
even karma bhehi from the bondage of the law of fruitive action translation purport by swangri sesi bhaktivedanta swami shri prabhupad ki jai translation one who executes his duties according to my injunctions and and who follows this teaching faithfully without envy becomes free from the bondage of fruitive actions please repeat one who executes his duties according to my injunctions and who follows this teaching faithfully without envy becomes free from the bondage of fruitive actions purport <clears throat> the injunction of the supreme personality of godhead krishna is the essence of all vedic wisdom and therefore is eternally true without exception as the vedas are eternal so this truth of krishna consciousness is also eternal one should have firm faith in this injunction without envying the lord there are many philosophers who write comments on the bhagavad gita but ha- but have no faith in krishna they will never be liberated from the bondage of fruitive action but an ordinary man with firm faith in the eternal injunctions of the lord even though unable to execute such orders becomes liberated from the bondage of the law of karma in the beginning of krishna consciousness one may not fully discharge the injunctions of the lord but because one is not resentful of this principle and works sincerely without consideration of defeat and hopelessness he will surely be promoted to the stage of pure consci- pure krishna consciousness <clears throat> so ye me matam idam nityam matam means his injunctions as we say religion matam means religion so what is religion religion is nothing but the injunctions or the instructions of the supreme lord this is explained in the bhagavatam dharmam tu sakshat bhagavat pranitam the first line जी धर्म तो साक्षात भगवत प्रणीतम न वै विदुर्षयोना देवा न सिद्ध मुख्या असुरा मनुष्या कुतच विद्या धरचारणादय रियल रिलीजियस प्रिंसिपल्स आर एनाक्टेड बाय द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड सो ऑफकोर्स द रेस्ट ऑफ द वर्स इज सेंग समथिंग एल्स बट दिस इज द थिंग the real i mean religious principle means the injunctions of the lord that's why we say uh, matam for uh, religion actually matam uh, means opinion also uh, philosophers matam na bhinnam nasa vrishyasya matam na bhinnam the philosophy or the opinion of different philosophers may be different but ye me matam idam nityam so the philosophies of materialistic people are not nityam they are not eternally true we have seen this time and time again 
like uh, Charles Darwin who came up with the evolutionary theory. So this theory is nothing but matam. But then later on it was proved ineffective to explain the existence of species. Because for example he said from monkey uh, we came. We evolved from the monkey. So why then the monkey is still existing? He should have adopted, I mean, uh, evolved and then adapted and then the monkey shouldn't have been there. But monkey is existing and human is existing at the same time. So, many, there, were, there have been many anomalies in the, his uh, theory. So, they may be accepted for some time, but they are not nityam. Like that, many philosophers have come up with different kinds of philosophies about life. Uh, but here Krishna is saying, Ye me matam idam nityam. So, this is my injunctions or my opinion is always nitya, is always true. Therefore, <clears throat> therefore, Bhagavad Gita is a timeless scripture. It is not uh, bound by any time and space. Some people think, oh, this is all old-fashioned um, ancient, archaic philosophy not not applicable for modern age no for all ages it is always applicable that is the beauty of Bhagavad Gita at any time and any place so that is the idea of Nityam eternal function so when Krishna said in the 4th chapter that why did I come Arjuna why did I even come into this world? Because this, this ye me matam idam nityam, that my eternal uh, injunctions, religion, that's why ours is called Sanatan Dharma, eternal religion. Ours is not Hindu Dharma. <laughs> Hindu is a word which doesn't exist in the, our, our scriptures. The word doesn't exist in the whole Vedas. This is a name given by the Muslims who were on the, the Pathan Muslims who were in the Afghanistan and uh, Pakistan in that region, they used to refer to the people on the eastern side of the Sindhu river, which is Sindh river now in Pakistan, Indus river. So, Sthan means a place or a country. So, they used to refer to the people on the eastern side of the Sindhu river, because Sindhu runs from north to south. They just refer to them as Hindustan. It was a, and the way they pronounce Sindhu is Hindu. That is why um, we have been termed as, uh, India is known as Hindustan. But Hindustan, the country of Hindus, that's how it came about. But it is only a ge- geographical notation, but not a religious nomenclature. So our original name is Sanatan Dharma, which, which transcends all boundaries of time and place. Um, it, it does not have a start date it does not have an end date no so ye me matam idam nityam so that eternal religion whatever religion is found in the world today is only an offshoot of this Sanatan Dharma the original religion of all religions is the Sanatan Dharma it existed before any other religion existed in fact 
for those who actually understand Sanatana Dharma, they understand that there is no other religion. They, that's why when Prabhupada was asked once this question, uh, do you find uh, contradictions in, uh, you know, your religion and other religions like Christianity, because it was in the United States which was predominantly Christian, Prabhupada said, no, we don't find any contradiction. The message is the same. Jesus said that we have to glorify the Lord from dawn to dusk. O Father, thou art in heaven, hallowed be thy name from dawn to dusk. So he asked everybody to glorify the name of God and we are also asking the same thing, Chan Hare Krishna. He said, I am the son of God and we are presenting the father of that son of God. There is no difference, essentially. Any religion you take, they will ask, uh, the, the injunction is to offer our respects to God. So that's exactly what Krishna said. Manmana bhavamad bhakto madhyajimam namaskuru. The above um, thing is like taking some time. Okay. See, always think of me. Um, we'll read the Sanskrit. Manmana bhavamad bhakto madhyaji maam namaskuru maame vaishyasi satyam te pratijane priyosime. Always think of me, become my devotee, worship me and offer your homage unto me. Thus you will come to me without fail. I promise you this because you are my very dear friend. So he is asking us to think of him, become his devotee, worship him and offer our Namaskuru. Namaskar. So obeisances. So that is the injunction in every religion. So how much knowledge of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is revealed... uh, that is a question because according to time and circumstance various messengers have come um, and revealed as much as could be understood by the population at that time but the most extensive knowledge of God is there in our Vedic scriptures so this is the proper way of understanding so ye me matamidam nityam Anutishthanti manavaha. Execute regularly. For those who execute uh, this Sanatan Dharma regularly with Shraddhavanto, with faith and devotion, and Anasuyanto, without envy. For them, they can be Muchyante Tepi Karma Bhi. They can come out of this cycle or bondage of karma. Anutishthanti is a very important word. Hmm. Tishthanti means to be situated. Anutishthanti means when the word always, when the prefix anu is used, it is in the, uh, it, it, it conveys the meaning of following in the footsteps of others, other great authorities. <clears throat> just like even in material field um, they quote some if if uh, like even I have seen in the coronavirus news they say 
oh, Dr. So-and-so from the Harvard University said this. So they quote authority. It is there always. Albert Einstein said this. Or, you know, so they always quote authorities in their respective field. Any field. So we have to follow, just like now we, we have learnt in, um, in science, Newton's laws of physics. So there is Anutishtanti. We are following Newton, his discovery. So we follow in the footsteps of the predecessor uh, teachers. So the same principle actually applies in the spiritual life also. Uh, it is not, we, spiritual life is not a DIY. I, I, I will figure out myself. No, there is no such thing. We cannot figure out ourselves because our brain is too tiny to grasp the infinite personality of Godhead. We cannot understand Him. Hmm. Therefore, there is one nice verse from the Mahabharata. It says, Tarko Pratishtha Mm. Oh. You see this. pratishtha shrutayo vibhinna nasa vrishiryasya matam nabhinnam dharmasya tattvam nihitam guhayam mahajano yena gata sapantha. This is Anutishthanti. So, tarka. Tarka means argument. Tarka apratishtha. Pratishtha means to establish. With arguments, apratishtha, we cannot establish the truth of what is religion. Some people want to debate. No, this debate won't work. Shrutayo vibhinna. To study many, many scriptures. Oh, I, I have studied Chaturvedi or no, I have studied comparative religion. Of all scriptures I have studied. Still, one cannot understand. Even if he has studied all religious books, he will still not understand. So, Nasa Vrishiriyasya Matam Nabhinnam. Okay, then I, I want to go to some philosopher, some, some yogi, some teacher, some guru and learn from him. But the problem is, Rishi, different philosophers have their own idea of philosophy. In fact, Muni, the word Muni, in the strict sense of the term, every Muni, unless he has a different philosophy from others, he is not technically a Muni. He should have his own philosophy. So, if that is the case, then which is the truth? So, that is also not very conclusive. So, then how? Dharmasatattvam nihitam guhayam Very carefully hidden the truth of religious principles, dharmasya tattvam. The truth of religious principles is carefully hidden, guhayam, mahajano yenagata sapantha. By, in the hearts of the mahajans, the pure devotees who have actually taken shelter of Krishna, mahajan. And Krishna has used another word in the Bhagavad Gita, mahatma. Who is mahatma or mahajan? Same thing. So, who is mahatma? Two verses are there. Chapter, text, uh, chapter 7, text 19. 
बहूनाम जन्म नामंते ज्ञानवान माम प्रपद्यते वासुदेव सर्वमिति समाहात्मा सुदुर्लभा बहूनाम जन्म नामंते after many births and deaths he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is such a great soul as is very rare the great soul mahatma is one who surrenders to krishna who has completely surrendered gyanavan mam prapadyate surrender means that's it krishna finish i have no more i don't want to exercise my so called independence anymore i am completely yours not just to say this but actually to do it next so this mahatmana is also explained in the chapter 9 text 13 mahatmanastu mam partha daivim prakritim ashritah भजन्तनन्य मनसो ज्ञात्वा भूतादिमव्ययम् महात्मानस्तु माम पार्था दैविं प्रकृतिमाश्रिता दे आर आश्रिता दे टेक शेल्टर ऑफ द सुप्रीम आश्रया कृष्णा ओ सन ऑफ प्रथा दोस वर नॉट डिल्यूडेड द ग्रेट सोल्स महात्मास आर अंडर द प्रोटेक्शन ऑफ द डिवाइन नेचर वी आर अंडर द प्रोटेक्शन ऑफ महामाया दिस दिस मैटेरियल and we are kicked here and there. But they, the Mahatmas, they are under the protection of divine nature, which is the Yoga Maya. Mahamaya, Yoga Maya. So, Mahamaya is nothing but uh, Durga. And Yoga Maya is Subhadra. Or Adharanyam. So, under the, their protection, a person does not speak nonsense. Under the protection of Daivi Maya, he speaks nonsense. Vikathante, the word is used, um, are under the protection of divine nature. They are fully engaged in devotional service because they know me as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, original and inexhaustible. So, the Mahatmas know Krishna very well and they surrender to him. And they speak, therefore, no nonsense, entirely Krishna conscious. But those who are under Mahamaya, you see, this is their position, they speak nonsense. Bhagavatam, Kanto 2, Chapter 5, Verse 13. It's always slow. Vilajjamana yayasya sthatum ikshapathe muya vimohita vikathante mamaham itidurdhiyaha Vikathante means talk nonsense. You see? The illusory energy of the Lord cannot take precedence being ashamed of her position. Means the, the Maya will never overpower the Lord. Cannot overpower the Lord. Cannot take precedence being ashamed of her position. Because her position is to <laughs> keep people in the dark. So her profession is that. That's why she is called Durga. Durga means Ga means to go. Gamayam. Gamayanta. So, Gamayam means to go. 
Durga means very difficult to go. A fort, a fort is called Durga because you can't enter it or you can't come out of it. Like the Great Wall of China was built because so that to check the invaders. So that is Durga. So uh, the material world is very difficult to escape from. That's why it is called Durga. And she is the superintendent. Durga is the superintendent. Mm, that's why her name is like that. Uh, <clears throat> so she is bewildered. I mean, she is ashamed of her position. But those who are bewildered by her always talk nonsense. So sometimes Prabhupada, uh, people criticize Prabhupada. Sir, sir, you are a spiritual person, you are a Swami, you know. Why are you using this kind of words, nonsense and rascal? Prabhupada said, I never used, Krishna used. I am repeating Krishna's word. Krishna said, Mudha, Vimudha, rascal, rascal of the first order. So I am repeating. So our uh, sadhu's business is not to, he, 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 say, sweet talk. That's not his business. His business is to repeat Krishna's word. If Krishna's word is harsh, tell it straight. Hmm. That is sadhus because just like a, a surgeon, a surgeon, a doctor, he is not expected to, um, you know, if some if some cancer is there or if something is there and need to be removed, he has to cut open. So a devotee, um, sadhu, he has to cut open and take out any infection of maya from the heart of the materialistic people. So sometimes that means when you cut. It is not very uh, nice experience. No, it is painful experience. So, we cannot criticize the sadhu for such talk. Vikathante. Uh, so, they speak nonsense. So, a philosopher who is not taken shelter of Krishna, he is under the uh, only two shelters. Either Yoga Maya or Mahamaya. So, if he is not under Yoga Maya, who is under Yoga Maya? Only those who have Mahatmanastu, Mahampartha, Daivim, Prakritma. And those who are Gyanavan Maam Prapadyate. Those who have surrendered to Krishna only are under Yoga Maya. Everybody else is under Mahamaya. So when they are under Mahamaya, any philosopher, however big he is, he may have millions of followers on Instagram and YouTube, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But he is talking nonsense. Then you may ask, how you can say talking? You are saying like this. See, millions of followers are following him. Because they are also nonsense. <laughs> nonsense people want a nonsense leader and they will select one just like there is a democracy vote the people vote the leader similarly what is this likes and followers and um, social media and all that? this is just same democracy principle they vote for this oh this is very nice person whatever he talks whatever he talks hmm. <clears throat> so people Calculate success by the fame that they have or by the money that they have. or by, But that's not at all uh, index of what is right. Because people are under the mode of Tamogun or Rajogun or Sattvagun. If I am a, a person of Tamogun and if I do all nonsense things like meaningless and stupid things and or even harmful things, there will be an audience to watch me. Because there are, there are people like that. So, just because they are following doesn't mean I am right. Sometimes the, the way they pro- project testimonies, testimonials is that, oh, how can thousands and millions of uh, people be wrong? 
Yes, they are all wrong. The whole point is Vikathante. They are bewildered by Mahamaya. They are talking nonsense. He is talking nonsense and they are also talking nonsense. There is actually one nice um, verse. See, Shvavid Varahoshtra Kharai Samstutah Purushah Pashu Nayat Karana Pathopeto Jatunama Gadagraja This is not only rascal, it's worse, even worse. Men who are like dogs, hogs, camels and asses Praise those men who never listen to the transcendental pastimes of Lord Sri Krishna, the deliverer from evils. <laughs> right, if rascal was bad, <laughs> then it doesn't stop there. <laughs> In fact, we have more animals actually, all over the Bhagavatam. For human beings who don't uh, take to devotional service, they are compared with all kinds of animals. There is a frog, there is the, there is the deer, there is a fish, there is an elephant, there is... A, uh, what is that? Bunny bee, bumblebee, honeybee, or uh, what is that? Snake. Huh? What is that? What is that? Tad? Oh, cat. Cat? I don't know. Cat. <laughs> I have not seen a cat example. <laughs> no, these, I'm not just saying these animals out of because I am remembering this. No, these are actually animals mentioned in the slokas. So, um, sharks, jackals, hmm, all kinds of animals. Uh, <laughs> so, rascal is actually quite, quite polished in that sense. <laughs> so, men who are like dogs, hogs, camels and asses, praise those men. And also, these animals are not chosen simply or oh, just find some rhyming word, dog, hog. No, no. Uh, actually, there is meaning. <laughs> Dogs, however powerful they are, if they don't have a master, they are more or less useless. They are stray dogs. They will be, you know, fighting and, you know, pitting each other or whatever. So, they are not in a very comfortable position if, unless they have a master. So, usually, nowadays, university education... You may be PhD, big, 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 but if you don't get an employment, unless you have a master. Previously, Brahmana means he will read Vedas and everything and he will teach. He doesn't depend on another employer. He's not, even Chanakya Pandit, a great philosopher and um, Brahmana and uh, Prime Minister of his country, of, of uh, whom? Chandragupta, uh, is that Chandragupta Maurya? He, yeah, he's Prime Minister, but he never took a salary from the king. He just stayed in his own humble cottage. He did not have one or Rashtrapati Bhavan or Bhavan, no Bhavan. Just one Kutir only. <laughs> one cottage, that's it. Uh, he did not depend. Because once you depend, you cannot tell that person off. You cannot tell the person the truth. Because you are dependent on him. You, you, you have to. So to be completely independent, the Brahmana will accept whatever he gets. If people give, fine. If people don't give, they fast. So, like this, he, you know, a Brahmana is. So, his whole thing is to keep life simple. Don't complicate it. And 
be uh, you know learn all this uh, vedic literatures and you know and do all the sadhana and teach this to others that's all his duty and that is the greatest duty it is not like oh oh that's all huh? mm, okay no that's the greatest duty and krishna actually likes brahmanas because of this because they speak his message they carry his message and speak it everywhere hmm. uh, but now, those who are that's why shudra means one who requires an employment so although one may be nowadays oh i am brahmin i am brahmin but he is working in a factory or he is working in an office the boss is hey, come on finish this assignment and this guy is brahmin <laughs> that is not brahmin no so brahmin is not by just wearing one two paisa thread that is not that doesn't make a brahmin that doesn't a stupidity so brahmin means by qualification so dogs uh, that means they must have a master so they don't have much brain because to become a brahmana you need brains uh, brains it doesn't mean that we have to be big scholar no 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 the main thing is devotion to krishna and krishna said dadami buddhi yogam tam i will give the brains i will give the intelligence to you if you become my devotee the gopis are considered the greatest devotees but they were not big big shastra vidwan and no, no but they knew shastra more than anybody else they have come to the complete conclusion of all shastra where they have left everything else to the point that krishna himself was incapable to repay them न पारयेहं निरवद्य संयुजां स्वसाधुकृत्यं विबुधायुषापि वह यामा भजन्दुर्जरगेह श्रृंखलाः संवृश्च तद्वह प्रतियातु साधुना इस कृष्ण हिमसेल्फ एक्चुअली वाज स्पीकिंग द नंबर इज टोटली रॉंग बिकॉज़ इट्स टेकिंग सम टाइम टू रिफ्रेश आई थिंक बट एक्चुअली इज कांट टू 10 chapter 32 verse 22 if i am not wrong let's look at the number yeah 10 32 22 actually we'll take some time to so you see what krishna is this is krishna is saying to gopis i am not able to repay my debt for your spotless service not now even within a lifetime of brahma which is trillions and trillions of years i am not able to repay my debt for your spotless service spotless service your connection with me is beyond reproach you have worshiped me cutting off all domestic ties which are difficult to break therefore please let your own glorious deeds be your compensation i cannot compensate you for your surrender i cannot repay you in any way so let your surrender be your own compensation that's it i i is not within my means So I think there was once a quiz. What what kind of thing? What what Krishna cannot do? So one of the things is he cannot he can he could not repay the gopis. One of the things is he cannot hide from his devotees. He will try to hide his best, but his devotees will spot him out. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came, channa avatar, hidden incarnation. 
he came as a devotee he never showed himself as god but rupa goswami sanatan goswami they always pray to him as supreme personality no 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 i am not then don't try to hide he said don't try to hide you cannot hide from your pure devotee you are very bad at trying to hide you cannot do it <laughs> so the because the devotees out of the devotion they can spot krishna he cannot hide from his devotees and also he cannot give up fulfilling the promise of his devotee that he cannot do so there are few things he cannot do <laughs> krishna also cannot do some things so if a devotee gives a promise there's no way he can devotee means of course don't think that oh, oh is it i also give promises now no. <laughs> he will definitely break all of them <laughs> make sure they're broken because the pride is there the pride has to be broken so a pure devotee's promise uh, he he will keep he, he will break his own promise to keep the promise of pure devotee narad muni said nalakovaran manigriv you are bathing naked you don't even see that i am here you are intoxicated and dancing with women in the water uh, no brains you you want to stand naked all right you stand naked as trees for thousands of years cursed then they came to their senses sorry sorry you know please save us they said all right then one day krishna will come in fact he will be trees in no, not anywhere not some somewhere they will deforestation do deforestation is going on but he will be on the trees in the courtyard of nand maharaj nand maharaj and after thousands of years of standing nand maharaj will be born there and then his house krishna will take birth and krishna will come and deliver you personally until then you stand there so when krishna came as a boy you know he said krishna is actually not interested to, with anybody he is uh, he is not interested with so those who are not interested in him <laughs> so he said naam prakash sarvasya in bhagavad gita i i am not uh, hard up in showing myself to the non devotee to prove that i am there because non devotees are always challenged hey, show me god if you are talking about god where is he you show him i will believe for that person he will never show himself he will particularly make it sure that he will never show himself to that person the moment he is challenging he will never come before because he is not our servant uh, so similarly this nalakovar and manigriva were the sons of kuvera who is the treasurer of the demigods the treasurer of the devatas just imagine so how much rich they are and of course they have a lot of girls around them they were intoxicated they were dancing in the gardens in the in the pool and narad muni was passing by the girls saw them and then they quickly covered themselves all were naked but the girls quickly covered themselves they understood that a saint is here but this nalakovar and manigri were so intoxicated they did not you know they did not yeah, take and they did not care they simply were you know having fun and narad muni said oh this is what you so much high birth you got as a devata and then now you are doing this okay you become trees so this was a curse so that's the back story so now krishna when he saw the arjuna trees yamal arjuna trees he was a small boy and his mother tied him up you know that is another thing his mother tied him up nobody can tie him up mother tied him out of love you see देवर्षि में प्रियतमो यदिमौ धनदात्मजौ तत्तथा साधयिष्यामि यद्गीतं तन्महात्मना 
I have no business with these two people who are standing as trees here. He was a kid, but he knows everything, no? But because my devotee Nargmuni has promised them that I will come to fulfill my, my devotee's promise, I will deliver them. This is very important. You see, although these two young men are the sons of very rich Kovera and I have nothing to do with them, Devarshin Narada is my very dear and affectionate devotee. And therefore, because he wanted me to come face to face with them, I must do so for their deliverance. So, now we are chanting Hare Krishna, we are you know, trying to become big, big devotees. <laughs> we are like Nalakovar and Manigrim only. <laughs> what qualification we have to go to Krishna? We don't have any qualification. We are useless fellows. We can't even chant 64 rounds, which was the original prescription. Bhakti Siddhan Saraswati Thakur said, you are not even a human being if you cannot chant 16 round, 64 rounds a day. But Prabhupada is merciful. Merciful not that oh, he reduced our burden of chanting. That is not the idea. <laughs> he is merciful because eh, even though we are unqualified, he is petitioning to Krishna, please take them even if they chant 16 rounds. And Krishna has these weaknesses that he cannot do some certain things. He cannot disobey his pure devotee. It is not within his power. Hmm? So, he has to accept. So, because of his uh, his, uh, his uh, affection for Prabhupada, we have some chance. <laughs> we have some chance today to advance. Otherwise, we have no chance to advance. You should never think that, oh, uh, big preacher. <laughs> no, no, never. What are we? Mm. So, should always keep in mind this thing. Coming back to dogs. <coughs> so, those who are not, not on the platform, they are dogs, hogs. Hogs because they eat anything and everything. Up to the point of stool also. There are certain people who, who eat anything that moves. Anything that moves they eat. And especially Asian countries, we find many people like that. Anything that moves they eat, put in the mouth. So, uh, the hog. And also another feature of hog is they don't have any restriction of sex. Mother, sister, daughter, doesn't matter. Just do it. Dogs also like that. Camels. Camel is another foolish animal because it, it uh, chews the cactus plant in the desert because that's, that's what it can get. And the cactus has so many thorns and the thorns will prick, in the, prick the mouth and the tongue inside and so much blood will be coming. But the camel thinks, wow, it's a nice taste, tasty cactus because it doesn't know that actually it's his own blood. Or he thinks, you know, the blood is, blood makes you cancer, very nice taste, very tasty. So, he enjoys his own suffering. He enjoys his own suffering. That's the problem. You know, people, people, nowadays people are like that. No. They want to enjoy in this material life. Actually, it is suffering. Not nowadays, every materialistic person is like this. They think, oh, it is a great enjoyment here, you know, like, study and, you know, all suffering, the whole thing is suffering. From day one to 
the last day of life fully suffering we are coming out crying going away crying and all throughout is crying so much uh, troubles but we think this is enjoyment <coughs> family time you know family time what's your family svajanakya dasyu prabhupada always quoted the uh, bhagavatam they are they are what thieves in the name of family members when a person steals our wallet we complain to the police we make a police report but when the wife takes the wallet and buys something we don't we say that is love i am a gentleman <laughs> when the thief comes and takes the wallet we immediately complain so it is actually the same thing in the name of swajanakya they have the tag of relatives they have a tag but they are dasubhi they are thieves thieves yeah. that money could have been used in krishna service don't think it is my philosophy it is uh, because some people might uh, you know say that you are talking nonsense what is this <clears throat> canto 8 chapter 22 verse 9 again number is gone there it will take some time किमात्मनानेन जहाति यंततः किं रिक्थहारये स्वजनाख्य दस्युभिः किं जायया संस्मृतिहेतु भूतया मर्त्यस्य गेहैः किमिहायुषो व्ययः अ पर्सन हु इज नॉट अ कैमल हु इज नॉट लाइक द कैमल ही विल थिंक लाइक दिस ही विल अंडरस्टैंड दैट दिस इज सफरिंग व्हाट इज द यूज ऑफ एंगेजिंग इन दीस थिंग्स सो व्हाट इज थिंकिंग he is thinking like this what is the use of the material body which automatically leaves its owner at the end of life idam shariram parinama peshalam patatyavashyam shatasandhi jarjaram kim aushadam prachasi mood durmate niramayam krishna rasayanam piba this is king kulashekhar in the mukundamala stotra he is saying this body will die anyway is going to fall so while it is alive why we should waste our time taking kimaushadam why we need you know medicine to you know keep this body you know um, of course when there is some minor sickness we have to take some medicine and we have to keep the body uh, whenever it is you know in good condition for it to be used in krishna's service the body is krishna's property and we have to maintain it for krishna's service so the thing is kim aushadham we unnecessarily why we have to uh, take so much care of this body too much care until to the point of pampering why it is going to die anyway it is going to fall away idam shariram parinama peshalam it will be destroyed but uh, therefore don't waste time in serving the body taking care of the body too much take care of it as much as is necessary for it to stay alive but then niramayam krishna rasayanam piba don't worry about too much about how this body is just chant krishna's name because that is the real function of the soul the soul is what you are you are not the body hmm. so he says first what is the use of the material body which automatically leaves its owner at the end of life 
So it's not a faithful servant. It will leave. And what is the use of all one's family members who are actually plunderers taking away money that is useful for the service of the Lord in spiritual opulence? Oh, this is very hard for many people to take. <laughs> they work day and night because of the family. And this is for a materialistic situation. If the family members are devotees, that's a different thing. You know, then the whole center is Krishna. That's a different thing. But especially materialistic family members, they're plunderers who take away money that is useful otherwise for the service of the Lord. And what is the, <laughs> this is even harder, what is the use of a wife? <laughs> she is only the source of increasing material conditions. And what is the use of family, home, country and community? Attachment for them merely wastes the va- valuable energy of one's lifetime. So this, many people actually cannot understand these things. They think, oh, wow, this is, wow, this is terrible. But they don't understand that this is reality. Because of one's attachment for one's wife, for example, he becomes, if one is attached to the wife so much, then he's always thinking of her. Then at the end of life, there is a good chance he will think of her and die. And next life, he will be born as a woman. Because whatever we think of at the last point in our lives, that we will become in our next life. This is the science in Bhagavad Gita, the science of transmigration. So, it is very important what our thoughts are during our lifetime. So, whatever we practice, we can only reproduce that in the exam. So, the exam of life is death. Death is not the end all of everything. No, not at all. It's just an exam. If you pass, you have a good future. If you fail, then asking for trouble. So, what is pass and what is fail? If I can remember Krishna at the time of death, pass. Go back to the spiritual world. Never to take birth again in this material world and enjoy with God eternally. Enjoy with Krishna. But if we don't remember Him, if we remember anything else, however small it might be, we will have to come back and take another rebirth. Well, this is not good. So, therefore, um, in, order to save, <coughs> in order to save us from that suffering, these harsh words are given, so-called harsh words. They are actually not harsh. They are very nice words, very instructional words. But they seem harsh now because of our attachment, because, as they say, what is that? Uh, bitter medicine. You know, the medicine may be bitter, but it is good for us in the long run. It gets us out of the sickness. Um, <clears throat> so, this is the point. So, a camel... Why some people are compared to the camel? Because of this. They accept a suffering condition as happiness. It's like the camel eats the thorns of the cactus and thinks this is nice taste. But actually it's his own blood. The last is asses. Ass is another foolish animal because it will carry unimaginable loads for the dhobi, for the washerman. In exchange for some morsels of grass, little bit grass he will get in exchange for all the carrying of the clothes. And he uh, he thinks, oh, my master is giving me grass, so therefore I have to work for him. But that grass he can get anywhere. Anywhere he can get grass. But he thinks my master is giving me the grass. So, we don't have the faith that Krishna will provide. When we ask 
you know somebody to join up hey, become devotee you know full time join up become brahmachari or you know uh, how how will i be supported you know how will i be taken care of pra- parents also become very anxious oh what will happen to his future if he joins like this what is this you know they were they very hmm. you know sometimes people ask oh prabhu you have um, you do any other job i said no so oh then how your maintenance no we are maintaining more people than uh, you because you are maintaining only your four people my family uh, we are cooking for 300 people every day uh, so don't worry about our maintenance so krishna is providing the next question what did your parents say <laughs> because that is the thing uh, whether they agreed or not so it doesn't matter uh, the parents they are very worried oh they see you have not uh, um, you know you have not listened to your parents they will say to full time devotees oh, our real parent is krishna this parent is only for this life last life I had another parent i left that parent and came here hmm. what about that parent what about my responsibility to that parent so who is my real parent this life parents or that life parents or which life parents so our real parent krishna said yeah what is that sarvayonishu kaunteya aham bija prada pita i am the father of everyone so our real parent is he is asking us to come back just like our parents here and those who are joining full time the parents are there why you are going to temple come back to our home so krishna is also saying why you are going to the material come back to my home <laughs> so which father i want to listen to <laughs> so for many millions of years i have disobeyed that father so i rather go back to him because he is he will end all the suffering for us in this material world nobody can end our suffering they themselves are suffering so we have to have the complete faith in god for our maintenance in fact we should not even be worried about our maintenance krishna will take care mm-hmm. our business is because our problem is our problem is we are thinking how we can be served if i join temple how what i will be provided what i will get huh? no you will get nothing zero not even going to take any commission from the donations <laughs> you want to join because in interview they will give their resume and then they will expect some what is the salary here resume doesn't matter salary or not going to get are you ready or not so that's all it is only a question of are we ready or not uh, that much if you are ready that, that's it krishna said i will protect in fact uh, what ramachandra said
what is that verse Twenty-two one. No, it's not. No, it's not in the twenty-two thirty-four. Oh, it is actually in the. Then why is it? Wow. Yuddha Kanda. Oh, this is quite interesting because in the teachings of Lord Caitanya, is mentioned as Lanka Kanda. And the number is also different. I think Lanka Kanda is Ramcharit Manas, maybe. So this is Ramayan Yuddha Kanda. Oh yeah, it's nice. It's actually a verse in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Sakrdeva Prabhano, yes. Tavasmiti. Chayachate. Abhayam Sarvadatasmai. Dadam Yetad Vratam Mama. Sakrdeva. Once only. Prapanno, yes. Ramchandra Bhagavan said, It is my vow that if one only once seriously surrenders unto me, saying, My dear Lord, from this day I am yours, and prays to me for fearlessness, I shall immediately award fearlessness to that person and he will always remain safe from that time on. So Krishna is giving assurance. So, if you have no faith in these words, then, you know, um, we will not surrender. So, anyway, so those people who are like these animals, they, what they do? They praise, they praise those men who never listen to the transcendental pastimes of Lord Sri Krishna, the deliverer from evils. Uh, They will give likes to the nonsense people out there in the <laughs> those millions of likes you can see all the, for this category mm. so it doesn't matter uh, what is the following the ma- what matters is the truth that is what ma- and and actually there will be many very very few takers of the truth very there will be a lot of following for nonsense in the material world very few people will actually come for the truth. Manushanam sasreshu kaschit yatati siddhai. Yatatam api siddhanam kaschit vetimam tatvata. Out of thousands among men, out of millions, one may actually accept Krishna as the Supreme Personality and surrender to Him. Out of millions, one in a million, one in many millions. So, Krishna already said it is a minority group. We are not going to be a <laughs> vast majority. <laughs> But, that one minority is, uh, is enough, is enough to change the end. That is like one, Prabhupada said, there are one billion Indians, I am just one of them. I just went to the other side of the planet and started preaching. So, with that one person's efforts, today, millions and millions of people have been benefited. So, it doesn't require for us to have like vast majority of people, no. We just need that one person. Of course, he is Prabhupada, he is coming here to on Krishna's desire. We are not on that level, but at least we can try in our own capacity to preach. So, if one person in every day you meet at least one person and speak to him about Krishna, 
and introduce him to krishna consciousness then how much change is happening in a year 365 people have been contacted krishna so in that way different you know uh, people are exposed like our athyatra having like 15000 over people in one day so sometimes people ask when i collect donations for the festival or something why are you collecting for festival what is what is the use or rather give to some poor people who don't have food you know so the thing is all suffering in this world is because of lack of krishna consciousness not only the poor the rich are also suffering in fact 99% of the rich people are actually miserable in their lives all they have is money they have no happiness so actually those who are not happy they are actually poor those who are happy they are rich and krishna conscious people nasti buddhira yuktasya nacha yuktasya bhavana nacha bhavayato nata nacha bhavayata shanti ashantasya kutah sukham so those who are not in krishna consciousness they cannot have a steady mind and if they don't have a steady mind how can they be peaceful and if they're not peaceful how can they be happy so those who are not krishna consciousness uh, krishna conscious they are not happy hmm. all of them are suffering so by organizing a festival where the lord is glorified and they are also participating in the glorification of the lord they are coming back to their original state of being eternal servants of krishna they are serving like even pulling the cart pulling the chariot or singing participating in the kirtan or appreciating the devotees doing the kirtan or the festival even by appreciating the devotees efforts they are getting pious credits to their themselves so whoever contacts this festival in any way is benefited uh, in that vein this monday is gaurapurnima chaitanya mahaprabhu's appearance day whoever participates will get benefited why we conduct so many festivals so that people can come and participate and serve the lord if there is no festival they will not come hmm. for the devotees every day is a festival they are actually enjoying life but people people they are not enjoying life so we create some enjoyment for them some attraction <laughs> some festival then they will come and also for the devotees also it's great pleasure because to celebrate the birthday of the lord is you know instead of celebrating birthday of somebody in this material world the lord's birthday so that is divine that is transcendental and that is pleasurable so in this way the devotees are always engaged and they engage others also so this is called anutishthanti yeme matam idam nityam anutishthanti manava to follow in the footsteps of acharyas uh, who are mahajano yenagatah sapantha who are great mahatmas who have surrendered to the lord uh, if we follow in their footsteps then is anutishthanti we cannot follow our own way uh, then what will happen and how okay yeah before what happens how we should anutishthanti how we should follow the such mahatmas uh, what is that anasuyanto and shraddhavanta shraddhavanta today's verse if you don't so prabhupad said when we are chanting this verse na you know why we chant every time before the class starts we chant everybody chants also why we do this 
Why videos? No, no. I mean, in the beginning of the class, we like today's verse is three thirty one. So everybody chants the three thirty one verse. So why do we do it? No, it's actually to try to remember. We repeat it because we have to put that as an exercise in your own mind. When when we are chanting, it's not just to like uh, just you know follow follow and then sleep. No, <laughs> we have to follow and try to remember. Yeme matamidam nityam anutishthanti manava shraddhavanto anasuyanto. Muchyante muchyante means to be liberated. Tepi karma bhi. Karma bhi means from the bondage of karma. So it should make sense in our head. Every word should make sense in our head. That's how we learn shlokas. So what is ye? What is me? What is matam? What is idam? What is nityam? I should know everything. That is the proper way of learning verses. So when you say it, it should mean a, a meaningful sentence to you in your head. If you say something in English or in in your own language, you know what you're talking about. You know every word what you're talking about. So like that, each of these words should make sense in your head. It should it should make a, a complete sentence in your head. So, shraddhavanto anasoyanto. These two are very important. Shraddhavanto. We have to accept Krishna's words and follow it with shraddha. Ashraddha. If you are not having faith in the instructions, and if you still follow, not having faith, we will eventually fall away. Hmm. Ashraddha dhana purusha. Actually, we will go to fourth word. Four forty first, chapter four, text forty. Agnyas chasraddha dhanas cha samshayatma vinashyati naayam lokosthi na paro na sukham samshayatma na ha. Agnyas chasraddha dhanas cha. But ignorant and faithless persons who doubt the revealed scriptures do not attain God consciousness; they fall down. For the doubting soul, there is happiness neither in this world nor in the next. We should doubt everything that is not coming from the Lord. If somebody is saying something, yeah, we should take it with a pinch of salt. But whatever is in the Vedas, we cannot take it with a pinch of salt. No, it is entirely true. Even though it it um, is contradictory to our experience, even though it is contradictory to our experience. We have to accept it as fact. Like stool is a dirty thing, but the stool of cow is pure. You may say, "What is this? Doesn't make any sense." No, it will make sense. You just have to follow it. Even if it is contradictory to our brain to understand, we cannot we cannot dismiss the fact. <coughs> we have to accept it. So this is <coughs> faith in God. See, this is not blind faith. Blind faith is when you don't even check what is the authority that you are getting the information from. If you just see an information and believe it, without even that's why there's a campaign against fake news. What is fake news? Some stupid fellow has created a message on WhatsApp 
and is circulating and saying oh this happened that happened and that is fake news or some obscure website news website nobody knows <laughs> he publishes an article or makes one video because anybody can do anything with this social media today the broadcasting power is given to anybody and everybody so anybody can put if i want to make a prank i just put fake news and circulate it or scam call now this covid 19 is going on and contact tracing is going on by the government if somebody is contracted of disease they are trying to trace how did he catch it so where have we been and what have we done so they will call up the contact tracing officers from government they will call different people of their relatives or friends or colleagues or you know they are going who they are going temple with or whatever church so that also people have scammed you know the scammers are they are waiting when to scam so covid 19 disease that also they want to uh, exploit so we are from the contact tracing of government you know what is the financial it is what is the, why you need financial it is um so the cheat cheating tendency is always there cheating propensity vipralipsa but uh, we can, the blind following what is blind faith and what is informed faith blind faith is see both are blind in sense we cannot see the information for example there is life on the sun krishna said i spoke to the sun god he was there and i spoke to him this message of same bhagavad gita i spoke to him now we accept it we have not seen it that sun has civilization no and it happened so many millions of years in the past there is no way we can we could have verified its authenticity so it is also blind faith you have not checked so what is blind faith and what is informed faith means faith means you don't know if you know there is no more faith it is a fact I mean, you know it's a fact you know but faith means it is still unknown but then why it is called blind faith and then faith so there is two things blind faith and informed faith like another example i give you you will buy a ticket to india say and then um, you in, you inform your relatives or friends or whatever i am coming there tomorrow afternoon in that statement there is faith involved because i am having faith that this aeroplane will actually take off and land there i am having faith in the air traffic control officers everything that is going smooth i have faith that the ticket is not a fake ticket of course that we can check with the airlines but whether the aircraft will land i don't know or even if it lands if i meet with an accident i cannot reach you know there's so many variables but we're taking them for granted and giving them a promise so there is faith involved in all these things and when we see um, news or when we see yeah, when we hear we have faith that that is true blind faith is when the authority we don't check the uh we don't verify the authenticity of the person who is spreading that information that is blind faith uh, <clears throat> if somebody says oh god is like this or or 
he says spirituality is like this, whatever. Who is he? Where is he? What is his parampara? How, what? So that is explained in the Bhagavad Gita. Evam parampara praptam. The teacher should always be in a proper Guru Shishya parampara starting from Krishna. So at least there is some checking we can do. Hmm. Oh, if he is speaking like this, who is he? What is his, who is his Guru? And who is his Guru and where, which lineage he is coming from? Which parampara? And is he uh, representing that parampara properly? If he has one. And is it traceable back to Krishna? Like our parampara is given in the introduction, last page. Krishna, Brahma, Narada, Vyasa, you know, Padmanabha, Narahari, Akshobhya, Jnana, Tirtha, Jnana, Sandhu, all, all the way until Prabhupada, 32nd person in the parampara. So it has to be traceable all the way back to Krishna. So ours is a bona fide parampara. Like that, if somebody is claiming that he is something, a guru, you have to claim. I mean, we have to check what is his authenticity. Is he coming from this parampara? And next, is he representing the parampara properly? Is he quoting from Shastra? So, Shastra is always the base. So, because Bhagavat Pranitam, Dharmam to Sakshat Bhagavat Pranitam, Krishna will never cheat us. So, whatever he says is true. So, ours is proper faith. When Krishna says there are people on the sun, we believe it. Because Krishna will not cheat us. So, that is informed faith. When uh, the news channel showed that we landed on the moon, that is fake news. That is actually fake news. They never landed on the moon. They never did it. One of the biggest hoaxes of the 20th, 20th century. So, but it, even now people believe it. Even now. If it was done in 1969 with hopeless technology, with 2020 technology, what all you cannot do? in the moon why they are not doing anything there should be school excursions to the moon by now but nothing is going on they are trying for Mars they are trying for Mars and they got a SARS I mean like something like a SARS (laughs) so this is what is happening I mean our own planet is screwed up they want to screw another planet one planet not enough. They think that they're to to justify their stupid uh, adventures. They will they say things like this and make it believable. They're so good at marketing things that they can market absolute stool as if it's the most precious thing in the world. They say they justify why we should explore Mars, why we should do it. Otherwise, human societies are on the brink of extinction. You see the. You know, there is a psychology in copywriting or in marketing. You know that? There is actually a science. When you want to sell a product to someone, you don't just come to him and straight and say, hey, I have, a, I have this product you want to buy. The guy is not interested. First, tell him. You tell him something which he understands. First of all, he has a problem. Everybody has some problem. So, this product is solving that problem. But when you just put the product in front of the person... The person cannot understand that this product is all going to solve my this problem. He doesn't does do the matching. So for him, he doesn't see the connection. So he says, no, I don't want. So now, the salesman's job is to convince him. So there's whole tactics in sales. You know, like first you have to tell the story that he, you have to un- make the person believe that you are understanding his story, his his pain. You talk the language that he talks. That, okay, uh, say, you know, I'm, 
uh, I'm suffering from or I, I have difficulty with so and so whatever so you repeat that what he says what he's actually feeling so then he connects with you yes yes he's he understands what I'm what I'm feeling so then the connection starts then they will um, they will say no, it doesn't have to be like this there's a better way but before they even they say that they will say okay now this is the problem but if you don't take care of it and in the future it will become even worse they'll make it sound even much worse than what it is so then he will feel like oh wow then but you know what it doesn't have to be this way then they will say there's a solution and the time tested this that you know how many testimonials this that this that so what is the solution so this is the product and then oh really okay okay I'll buy so this is how they will play in the psychology of the people this is all a psychology game now to convince people that Mars expedition is like a, the most noble thing to do in the 21st century they say that our one planet is not enough to supply our needs we need two planets <laughs> they actually said that the scientists they actually said that Stephen Hawking you know he was a staunch atheist mm. so he said that if by the end of 2100 we don't uh, find settlement elsewhere this planet is going to explode into pieces it will be a burning fireball make it sound as as worse, as bad as possible <laughs> for millions of years nothing happened just because of 100 years it will completely blast what is this <laughs> so this is the kind of thing they say of course there will be so many calamities because of sinful people but they don't understand this thing they don't understand that the whatever inadequacies we feel in, on this planet or whatever problems we face on this planet is because of our own sinful actions and if we actually become devotees Krishna under whose power the nature is working will supply everything in abundance and that's what is there Yudhishthir Maharaj his time everything was in abundance natural supplies Prabhupada said said even even if the population of the world from uh, increases 10 times now it is 7 billion 8 I don't know 7 point whatever billion if it becomes 70 billion there is still adequate supply on earth adequate supply on earth to feed everyone and take care of everyone there is no need of there is no need for uh, another planet even if we become 10 times Rupert said this and actually it's a fact how much grain is thrown in the sea but they don't give it to the poor because it's not worth selling you know it's too low or whatever there is so much mismanagement and politics people have divided the world you know in these countries and all this if they see that everything is one property of God and we all are like one family they will help wherever there is need they will ok I can't sell here maybe I will just send there to the poorer country let them have it you know if we can exchange like this I mean, or um, I mean share like this the resources and first of all the resources have to be abundant because if one is not Krishna conscious then there will be natural disturbances there will be like this coronavirus you know, whatever it is anything will come and disrupt our whole just imagine the coronavirus is a can't even see it and without a passport it's entering every single country and then ruining the civilization 
it has no respect for our immigration system <laughs> it completely ruins the population and not just population businesses are closing down and big economic slowdown trade everything is stopped everything is like paralyzed by a thing which we can't even see see if krishna wants to destroy he doesn't need a big earthquake only yeah he did some earthquakes here and there some volcanoes some this that but he can do it other ways also he can million ways he can do it he can destroy our pride so we have to be very um, faithful and execute that is called shraddhavanta we should understand that actually everything is under his control and when we are without shraddha then we think that oh we have to find a solution uh, yeah we'll just let's explore mars now and take take the sars to mars also <laughs> so that is what is going to happen hmm? actually anyway they cannot even land on mars they are saying they are very optimistic about everything everything they are very optimistic about something which is impossible so and they spend millions and billions of dollars justifying their stupid adventure and they spend billions of which could have been used on earth for the welfare of the people here this planet is screwed up why won't go elsewhere for solve the problem of this planet na no? um, india will also join in the race chandrayaan gone somewhere don't know where the spacecraft went they don't know how to lie they, they lied until the point that <laughs> we are almost reaching 2.1 kilometers from the surface we don't know what a story to tell after this gone you know at least the americans made a believable story which even after 70 years those people are still believing or 60 50 years people are still believing it but i mean when i even first heard the word chandrayaan i think few years ago i was disgusted and come on india should know this you know moon is a planet and urdhvam gachandra sat bhagavad gita has the answers that there is a way to go to these planets by becoming in the mode of goodness satvagun urdhvam gachandra satvastha and they have discarded this knowledge and going this western way which is a farce you can never go there so this is shraddha we have to have shraddha in the words of god so shraddhavanta anasuyanta cannot be envious of the lord like this stephen hawking fellow <coughs> there is no god another another scientist also now what is his name i forgot uh, he is also a very very accomplished physicist uh, keep forgetting his name now he is also the same there is no god so and he has a course he is selling a course now online uh, about scientific thinking or something how to think scientifically so people who sign up for the course are like the dogs hogs camels and asses who who oh find value in such a course but here we are giving free course and we have only like a handful of people here <clears throat> you're not interested in this because it's free they think it is no value you know like i always say price and worth what is the price and what is the worth what is its price and what is its worth it's it sounds the same you see what is the price of this camera or how much is this camera worth 
it is the same thing right but priceless and worthless are complete opposites priceless is like you can't put a price to it that valuable worthless is like there's no use putting a price to it so the equate price and worth here we are sharing priceless knowledge but because there is no price to it they think it is worthless knowledge <laughs> and there they put a price to it oh there oh this is yeah this is premier course this is premier premium everything premium because the cost is high everything is dictated by money only nobody sees what is the real thing so shraddhavanto anasoyanto we cannot be envious actually there are verses to just quickly brush through them so shraddha another verse is the 91 no 93 sorry um and 3 come on ashraddhadhanaah purusha dharmasyaasya parantapa aprapya maam nivartante smrtyu samsara vartmani this is what happens to a ashraddhadhana purusha those who are not those who are not faithful in this devotional service cannot attain me o conqueror of enemies therefore they return to the path of birth and death in this material world so this is the ashraddha then there is anasuyanto krishna said in the fourth chapter text 3 arjuna why am i speaking to you because you are not a gyani you are not a yogi you are not a brahmana you are not a pramachari you are not a sanyasi you are not a vidwan you are not a shastra vidwan chaturvedi trivedi nothing what are, why why i am speaking to you saevayam mayatedya yoga prokta puratanah bhakto sime sakha cheti rahasyam hi etad uttamam rahasyam this secret i am telling you because you are my bhakta and my sakha you are not envious of me bhakti means anukulyena krishnanasilanam there's no pratikulyam there's no pratikul there's no against everything anukulya favorable no unfavorable disposition towards krishna so that is anasuyanta suyanta means envy anasuyanta means without envy so bhakto sime sakacheti because you are my devotee and friend arjuna and you are not envious of me that's why i'm telling you all this transcendental mystery see that no i can even tell this to anybody but you will understand because you are not envious the same bhagavad gita people are reading and writing commentaries also but their understanding is different why because they are they having envy towards the lord they don't accept the authority of the lord they want to be the authority they want to sound like they are very big vidwan and they like to churn out the most obscure meaning from the bhagavad gita and they want to show their scholarship they are not interested in repeating krishna's word so he said that very ancient science of the relationship with the supreme is today told by me to you because you are my devotee as well as my friend and can therefore understand the transcendental mystery of the science you see because you are my devotee and friend then 91 it is stated here shri bhagavan uvacha idam tu te guhyatamam pravakshami anasuyave again gyanam vigyana sahitam yad gyatva moksha se ashubhat 
the supreme personality of godhead said my dear arjuna because you are never envious of me i shall impart to you this most confidential knowledge and realization knowing which you shall be relieved from the miseries of material existence because you are not envious of me i will tell you for those who are envious of me i will not speak not only i will not speak you also don't speak एटीन सिक्सटी सेवन भगवदगीता or devoted those who are not austere or devoted or engaged in devotional service not to one who is envious of me don't explain this so the envious people they don't have access to this knowledge so even if you try to explain they will reject they will argue so we just have to leave those persons aside some people they won't argue they will accept so those people can be made into devotees but those who are envious just reject just ignore them that is the duty of a preacher ignore them better to ignore them because if we talk more and more the more and more they will offend krishna the more and more they will commit sin and the more and more deeper they will go into hell so never mind you just stay where you are don't go deeper into hell this level is enough more deeper is even worse so don't bother about them so this is the thing So, any questions or comments on this topic? Oh, so there is a question by one Neha Neha Mataji. So, question is. being a grihastha and attached to family can we still get moksha hmm grihastha means of course one is having a family but as long as we are attached to the family they, they are called griha medhi our whole purpose of course we have attachment in the beginning we all start there only everybody can attain moksha the short answer is yes but the process is that yeah we can stay wherever we are now but hear the message slowly it will act on us as seriously as we will take it that quicker it will act on us so um if we keep ourselves connected read prabhupada's books every day chan hari krishna every day so these things actually help you see these things help and then we can get moksha we can get uh, let's take out the verse brahma lord brahma himself said this 
ज्ञाने प्रयासम उदपास्य नमंत एवा जीवंति सन्मुखरिताम भवदीय वार्ताम स्थाने स्थिता श्रुतिगताम तनुवान मनोभिर ये प्रायसो जित जितोप्यसी तैस्त्रिलोक्याम Those who even while remaining situated in their established social positions for example she has asked grahastha even while you are established and situated there in the grahastha position if they throw away the process of speculative knowledge instead of like speculating about god throw away that nonsense and with their body words and mind offer all respects to descriptions of your personality and activities dedicating their lives to these narrations which are vibrated by you personally and by your pure devotees certainly conquer your lordship conquer your lordship brahma is saying not only they get moksha moksha means you get liberated from material existence fine that is good but they get far more than this they can even come to the point of controlling the lord like you see here they certainly conquer your lordship they conquer krishna although you are otherwise unconquerable by anyone within the three worlds another name of krishna is ajita ajit means who can never be conquered hmm. but jita jitopyasi jita ajitopyasi can conquer the unconquerable just by this process of hearing about krishna so powerful how powerful is hearing about krishna is that we can conquer the unconquerable lord so we can get moksha so in the process one will eventually develop the detachment from for the family and everything because anyway like it or not we have to be detached one day so either by death or by knowledge or by you know something we have to be detached we are not going to stay with our families forever so it is a, it is a illusion we are thinking that oh i want to be attached and no it's it's just going to go it's just a bubble so while we are there let us cultivate the knowledge and eventually like you know kunti devi the mother of the pandavas you see she has been in the family all life all life even though her husband died uh, she had to take care of the sons and the sons grew up and then she was under the care of the sons and because of that she has to endure a lot of pain she has to go to vanavas although she was an old old woman she had to go vanavas and you know she had to and karna her own children were fighting amongst each other karna was fighting with arjun so it's very painful for her to witness all these things uh, but she stuck because as a woman she cannot take sanyasi and you know sanyasi and go but although she was engaging in all these things in her mind she was always praying that you no know, i become you see what she is praying athavishvesh vishwatman two verses actually very nice athavishvesh vishwatman vishvamurte svakeshume sneha pashamimam chindi dridham pandushu vrishnishu O Lord of the universe, soul of the universe, O personality of the form of the universe, please therefore sever my tie of affection for my kinsmen, the Pandavas and the Vrishnis. See, she is saying to Krishna, please cut off my affection for Pandavas, which are my children, and the Vrishnis, which are my uh, original home, like original family. 
And then what what she is asking further next verse. Tvai me ananya vishaya. Tvai me ananya vishaya matir madhupate sakrit rati mudvahata daddha gange vaugham udanvati. See. O Lord of Madhu. As the Ganges, Ganges, I mean the Ganga river, forever flows into the sea without hindrance, let my attraction be constantly drawn unto you without being diverted to any, anyone else. I don't want the affection to be diverted to Pandavas or the Vrishnis, my family members. No. I want it just like to you only. She is also praying for detachment and not just detachment. Detachment sounds very miserable, very depressing. Because, oh, I have to leave everything. No, no fun. Nobody to talk to. You know, like boring, suicidal. No, no, no. <laughs> detachment means it is coupled with unimaginable attachment for the Lord. And the affection um, that one has for family members increase a million fold one has to have for the Lord. So, once one has attraction for the Lord, it is never actually detachment. It is only transferring your attachment from the material to the spiritual. From material relationships to Krishna. That's it. So now because we, don't, we, we are poor in our attraction for Krishna, now we are attached to our family. Once we become rich in our attachment to Krishna, we become poor in our attachment to our family. That does not mean, however, that I don't desire the good. In fact, we become rich in the sense that we see them differently. We see them, although they are my so-called family, but actually they are all children of Krishna. So, in that way, we are all part of the big family anyway. Hmm. So, actually, they are family members, but not the bodily family members, but the soul's family. Because everybody is related to Krishna. If I am related to my father, my, this person is, uh, you know, if I am the son of my father and this person is the son of my father, of course, we are brothers. Because we have the same father. So, everybody has the same father, Krishna. So, actually, we are all one family. So, on that level, we will see them as family members, not really, and not only them as family members, the whole world as family. Vasudhaiva Kutumbakam. This is only possible if we understand the universal brotherhood is a secondary thing. First, we have to understand universal fatherhood of God, then automatically universal brotherhood is a natural consequence. So, yeah, we can attain moksha. Short answer. <laughs> Next question, there is some very long question there. Wow. Somebody, I don't know, I can't help with this, but a lost and found message. Um, I can't really. Wow, that's a big, that's a big comment. Can't even remove it. <laughs> he says somebody's auntie got lost and I'm sorry, I can't help with that, but somebody is in the Hare Krishna group or something. Gomati. I don't know who is Gomati. Anyway, 
it's not related to the class is not the forum this should be posted on anywhere so any other questions no moksha is a big big very big desire the biggest desire ever because one fails in the material world after failing then he wants to become one with the lord then he wants to become become as good as the lord proper said is a fool because the devotee becomes not only as good as the lord even greater than the lord he can control the lord any other question devotee will hate the word mukti sarvam bhattacharya when he was impersonalist he was always about mukti 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 when he became devotee he was always about bhakti 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 then he he when there was a verse he wanted to change a bhagavatam verse what is that um anyway the he'll go on so a devotee he he bhakti is so much more so much more than mukti that mukti is like a insignificant by product of bhakti therefore a devotee doesn't want it you can only not want something when you have much 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 more than it this so called contentment is a farce because unless you have something why devotees are contented with what they have in this material world why why the contentment comes it's not that they are settling anything for anything less they have so much more that they don't see value in hoarding more of this material items or wealth or anything like that that's the reason they just stay contented because their business is to you know just engage in devotional service so the rest of the things they minimize because they're so rich in krishna consciousness hmm so that is why they don't want wealth they don't want na dhanam na janam na sundarim i don't want i don't want i don't want because i have something far more greater than all these things that is why they don't want it is not about Uh, contentment means doesn't mean that uh, don't be too greedy how can we not be greedy how can we not be greedy always we want more only when we have unlimited with us unlimited happiness then we can we will not want so <laughs> this is transcendental greed so we, we must become greedy for krishna hmm laulyam api mulyam ekalam you can only get krishna if you are very very greedy for him when we are having the transcendental greed only that can solve or that can destroy our material greed greed we cannot stop that is the nature of the soul but where we are greedy are we greedy for service are we taking up any opportunity of every every opportunity of service am i greedy for that Uh, that we have to be greedy about we should never be satisfied i have done enough service today no we should never think that we have done enough we can never do enough we can never do enough service to krishna so we have to be 
greedy for that and contentment means not to hoard too much not to endeavor too much materially that comes as a natural sequence because you are endeavoring so hard here endeavor again endeavor cannot be stopped or oh, don't endeavor too much just stay lazy no that's not the point <laughs> contentment contentment doesn't mean laziness no 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 don't don't try for more just be satisfied where you are why why should i settle for anything less we should be greedy for the the, the most and because the devotees have bhakti with them they don't care for mukti i don't want moksha seems like they don't have any desire even to the point of moksha but they have a desire which is so great but because it is to serve krishna it is not a selfish desire it is a selfless desire it is a desire but selfless desire and that that position is the best that is the original position of the soul with that comes contentment of material life because they are filled with spiritual happiness sukham atyantikam yatad buddhigrahyam atindriyam more than sensual pleasure is far more than that so that they already have so therefore they can give up these things ha huh. Oh, our work. Your work and what are the activities you are doing in your daily life? Hmm. So, you know, you are on Dharma Dharma Dharma. Yeah, so dhar- how to identify our day- day-to-day activities or our life's activities, whether they are dharmic or adharmic. Yeah, so, therefore, we have to be guided by the spiritual master. So, he has given us sadhana, chant 16 rounds. of hari krishna every day no meat eating no illicit sex no gambling no intoxication these are adharma yatra dharmas chaturvida so if we stray away from these things and that is gross sinful life fine now but even in the even if you are not doing all that things but suppose you are endeavoring for something which you don't really need but it is just an extra burden in your life you can live without it but you are taking it up just because i don't know whatever external cause it may be so those things we have to slowly cut down because it will not help us we will not be happy engaging in those things because we have already understood krishna is the ultimate aim so we have to only accept those things which will uh, there's a nice verse actually let's take out our thing is not to make our material life too cumbersome that we don't have time for krishna anymore so that should dictate our all our activities whether this is going to complicate my life and take me away from spiritual life or is it going to um help it what is this where are we yeah So this is five five three. Let's read the Sanskrit. Oh wow! Again late. 
ಯೇವಾಮಯೀಷೆ ಕೃತಸೌಹೃದಾರ್ಥ ಜನೇಷು ದೇಹಂಭರವಾರ್ತಿಕೇಶು ಗೃಹೇಶು ಜಾತ್ಮಜರಾತಿಮತ್ಸು ನ ಪ್ರೀತಿಯುಕ್ತ ಯಾವದರ್ಥಾಶ್ಚ ಲೋಕೆ ದೋಸ್ ಹೂ ಆರ್ ಇಂಟ್ರೆಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ರಿವೈವಿಂಗ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕಾನ್ಶಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ರೀಸಿಂಗ್ ದರ್ ಲವ್ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ ಹೆಡ್ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ಲೈಕ್ ಟು ಡು ಎನಿಥಿಂಗ್ ದರ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ರಿಲೇಟೆಡ್ ಟು ಕೃಷ್ಣ they are not interested in mingling with people who are busy maintaining their bodies eating sleeping mating and defending so we avoid unnecessary social engagements and they are not attached to their homes although they may be householders nor are they attached to wives children friends or wealth at the same time they are not indifferent to the execution of their duties as a matter of duty you have to do but don't be too attached to the wife and children and they are not yours anyway but doesn't mean just let them rot no bring them to krishna so hmm. then such people are interested in collecting only enough money to keep the body and soul together so this is dharmic life in a nutshell so basically we should not complicate our krishna consciousness and take up something which will take us away from devotees for example if there is a lucrative job offer in us somewhere some remote place where there is no devotees materially lucrative spiritually disastrous <laughs> so so which is my priority material or spiritual so i should consider these things so i should not leave devotees or you know make myself my life complicated so these these are small subtle things but the main gross sinful activities are those but sometimes as as i think one of our devotees also they work in software engineer everybody from india is an it <laughs> so he is an it in a, in a in a bank and he has to always go to his client's place and what is the client's place bar in bank you may be just writing code but you are participating in sinful activity because you are writing code for a bar <laughs> you are waiting no not even for the bar for the bank but the bank is holding the account of the bar or the slaughterhouse or the hotel or whatever everything is going on all sinful activities and the bank is maintaining their money earn through sinful activities and you are supporting the so in kaliyuga especially if we are not engaged in like complete krishna consciousness or like for example you are in shipping containers frozen meat is going alcohol is going all all kind of things are going everywhere so even though i am just a shipping engineer i am just taking care of the shape or engine or whatever but i am supporting this thing i am facilitating these things and manusmriti says the eight ways which you support any of these sinful activities will be implicated in that sense prabhupada said one car was he was in the car and you know on the other lane there was another car so from behind somebody honked and then this car came into this lane in front of their car and then that that truck went and it was written there meat frozen meat proper said this car he is going to get karma because that frozen meat is there the person driving the truck is already okay he is already into karma because driving meat but because this car gave way to that truck to go faster this guy also going to get it <laughs> you see how complicated karma is so everybody is implicated 
So if I am writing code, implicated. So. You actually should not eat with them. You should not eat with your colleagues if they are eating meat and no, you should not actually eat. In fact, I was studying at the time when I joined here and I would eat with my friends and they all used to eat meat and I used to eat vegetarian food. But when I came to the temple, I understood that I, could, I shouldn't even eat with them because when they are eating, eat, eating meat like that, I cannot eat with them or eat even if there are no friends. I am just sitting alone in one table in a canteen where meat is sold, where other people are eating meat. I cannot even sit there. That whole place is full of karma. And if I sit there, I also accept that karma. So, uh, I used to start eating like completely alone where nobody even knows where I am eating. And suddenly they used to ask, hey, nowadays where are you? you know, we used to always go and eat there, you know why you are not coming? I just told them straight, uh, you know what, my religion, I, I cannot. I cannot, I have to, I have to eat separately because, sorry, you know, I cannot sit, sit with you when you are eating meat. I just told them. They understand, I mean, you may think, sometimes we think, oh, what will they feel? Then what will Krishna feel if you are sitting like that? So, whose feelings do you want to? Hmm. Yeah, we can, we can. Actually, we can. You just, okay, for example, okay, suppose, suppose a Muslim man, he goes out for the client and the client say, offers pig. What? What will happen? Will the client even dare to offer a pig to the Muslim man? No. Because he understands his religious preferences. Because they stand for the religious preferences. We don't stand. We stand, we adjust our religious preferences to the boss preference or the client's preference. We don't take God seriously. And that's why we have a problem. When we draw our line, it's not to be rude to the person, but just tell the person. See, if the person is encroaching in our into our space or our ethics, it is because you haven't told them up front what is your line of ethics, what is your boundaries. Then you feel bad that the person is doesn't respect your religion. No, he doesn't know what your religion is, what you're what you're standing for. So explain that to the person, and um, you know you can humbly explain. I mean, not just hey, you are meat eater. You know, I, I don't I don't want to eat with you. Of course, you don't do that. But you can tell that you know. Uh, sorry, my religious preferences. You know, I, ha- I have to eat only vegetarian. And I can't really share lunch. Uh, please don't take offense. Uh, you go ahead, please, and um, I will join you later. Something like you can always tell, and they will understand. In fact, there was one incident. I think uh, who uh, one scientist, famous scientist. I mean, um, uh, I I don't remember the name. So he was a vegetarian. And he was invited for a banquet. That was a big table, nice and everything. Then <clears throat> he, he, he came to his seat and he saw the meat on the plate. I said, I'm not a dustbin that you put rubbish in my... He just told him straight. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So when you stand, there's one nice... Uh, oh, this is like going way above limit. So, okay. One last. Okay, well, last. So, the, uh, this Prabhupada tells the story. It's a real story. So, this factory, I told some of you know the story. So, this factory was owned by a Hindu man. And the workers, every morning they have to assemble, you know, assembly and then safety measures, everything, whatever. 
the it will be <coughs> safety safety measures and all will be what communicated to them so they will assemble so everybody you know factory most of the workers were also hindus and you know they were putting you know some you know hindus have all kind of tilak red dot or red line or white line or white dot or whatever it is they were putting their own marks on coming <laughs> because they're i mean <laughs> that's, that's the way it is <laughs> whatever they want they will put so they were putting all these things and coming and there was one vaishnav also he was putting vaishnav tilak and coming <clears throat> so one day this hindu boss he sold the business to a muslim man and the muslim man came over morning everybody assembled everybody he saw all different kinds of dots and lines and said from tomorrow none of you are going to put anything i don't want this so next day assembled everybody everybody took out whatever they were putting all took out hmm but this vaishnav was putting still as bright as every day so hmm only you can put because you are serious about what you are doing these people are not serious they don't need to put you put muslim man told him when you stand for so krishna he wants to test our faith or you want to succumb or you want to stand for me when you stand for him then he will make the arrangement for you to stand for him even krishna paramatma is not the muslim man also he allowed him so you see so it's not about disrespecting others or you know showing that you are holier than thou is just telling them what your preferences are and they will respect as gentlemen usually they will respect if you tell them up front but if you don't tell them and uh, you know what <laughs> something like that then they will also not understand why you are behaving like an idiot <laughs> if you tell them up straight then then they will know <laughs> so any other questions any doubts <laughs> Then we'll stop it here. Granthara Srimad Bhagavad Gita ki Shila Prabhupada ki Nathai Gaur Primanande.